0: What's good, Bucket Busters? This is your host, Ro Zapanta, and this is my co-host, the Glorious, the Notorious, Tim Johnson, Rip City, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, the City of Bridges, Stump Town PDX. We are a show with no rules, just a couple of friends who so happen to love Portland basketball. Tim Johnson. Yes, sir. How you living, my friend?
1: Good man, I just got my new Portland gear hat. My Did I see that, man? It's pretty dude, dope. That
0: jersey is fresh. What's that say across it? It says, it says roses, roses, man. Dude, the city of roses. That's pretty fresh, man. You're looking way cleaner than me. And <laughs> yeah, what
1: is that sweater? <laughs> I have no idea. Something from H.
0: My girl got it for me, man. The fiance got it for me, so you can't you can't talk ill of this sweater right now. I look fresh in it. Holler, that. holler to Anna. And anyway. <laughs> I'm feeling good because dude, we are the sixth seed. We got Heck it. Yeah, man. And we it was we were in a dark place not too long ago. I mean, you you go like back a month. We were oh, like, yeah. dude, like, are we even gonna make it? We're gonna get bounced in the first round, but we are here, the sixth seed, and we are just blasting, blasting through these games. We are now in the playoffs. I'm gonna just talk about the show summary now. We're going to talk about the win against the Nuggets, our season finale, potential matchups or things to watch, other Blazer news, and of course we're going to finish it off with props. But first we're gonna have a word from our sponsor. Get a little more out of watching NBA games with Daily Fantasy. Every CJ step back, canter rebound, or Dame game winner means so much more when you're playing with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy
1: sports. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pools page and get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details.
0: You know, we have a contest going on. Are you missing a player in your Trailblazers jersey collection? Well, get it now for free. Here's what you need to do
1: to enter the TBPN jersey contest giveaway. On Twitter, first follow at HoopsPodNet, then follow at BustedBucket, and then finally retweet our jersey giveaway post. That's all it takes to enter. Sign on to Twitter and enter now.
0: Sign on to Twitter, indeed. And now we're going to talk about our last game, our season finale. And who better than to bring in than, of course, our friend, Blazer Ben. Blazer Ben, how you living, my friend?
2: Bingo, bingo, bongo, baby. Living it, living it, living it.
1: (laughs) I thought it was about to say living la vida loca. I was like, man, we're going back to like 98 here. We got Ricky Martin (laughs) up in here. That's what's
0: up. Man, we had such a great like season finale we had a great season finale we waxed we waxed the nuggets right 132 to 116 i'm gonna start with blazer ben blazer ben what did you think of that game
2: it was good we put our foot on the gas pedal didn't let up you know uh jokic started the game so you know they started with their full you know array of people that they had ready to go uh, and then as we just kept pounding the pedal to the metal, you know, they pulled off uh, their team. You know, Jokic, I don't think played in the second half. You know, uh, MPJ, you know, got his benchman. It's you know, he was sat on the bench too. He was their second best player. You know, and we just yeah, kept the full yeah. throttle going, and it was great to see. You know, we didn't even let up. You know, it was good to just you know put your foot down. You know, and get that statement win at the end of the season, even if it wasn't against the full you know, a, a array of players, but you know, I, I enjoyed it. Loved it. It was a good way to end the season in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Tim, what did you think? Yeah, I, I agree with Ben. I mean, it was, it's a good way to end the season. Uh, I think Ben and I both said we were hoping we'd finish out with a win, uh, which, you know, luckily we did. Um, I mean, I don't want to say luckily cause they gave us that game. Let's, let's just be real here. <laughs> they gave us that game, man. I mean, Jokic only played what just under 17 minutes, uh, Michael Porter jr. played 15 Aaron Gordon played 12. I mean it's they obviously gave that game uh, to us they let their guys get some rest. Um, it was nice to see that Portland was able to capitalize though so you know you look at um, you look at the the percentages for our guys I mean Dame shot 53 percent from from the field 55 from from three. Um CJ had similar stats and, and Nurk. He was a hundred percent from three point man. <laughs> I think he hit one. <laughs> I think so too. And you know, I, I do want to touch
0: on Nurkic a little bit. Like, yeah, I know that those those Nugget starters, they didn't play a lot of minutes, but Nurk sure looked like a bully out there. And he did. I know that maybe the Nuggets weren't necessarily playing very inspired basketball to finish the season. It almost just seemed kind of like celebratory starts, like like mm-hmm. Tim was saying. I mean, the average the average for minutes for the starters was about 15 minutes, which kind of tells you that kind of threw in the towel. But Nurk did exactly what you're supposed to do with your minutes, which was to completely bully them. And even mm-hmm. against a lesser opponent or opponent that isn't like really putting the pedal to the metal, You still got to bully them. And I think it's going to set a tone for these playoffs. Man, we can hope. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. And I'm just going to go over just the summary, the Western Conference. Unless you guys want to touch on anything else from that game. Is there anything else that you guys want to touch on from that game?
2: I just feel that Nurk always has a chip on his shoulder when he's playing Denver. You know, that's where where he's from. And and they obviously chose Jokic over Nurkic. And so, you know, I feel like he always shows up and, and does his best what he can and says, hey, look, look what you're missing. You know, I'm thriving here in P-Town, you know, doing the best I can. Yeah. You know, you missed out on me. So, you know, we're, we're reaping the benefits of that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Nurk is definitely, uh, he's definitely returning to form. You know, the, the past few games, he has looked amazing. I don't know if it's pre-injury Nurk yet, but hey, man. That might be around the corner. I mean, if he can if he can turn it on as soon as the this series starts, I mean the Nuggets better watch out. Which, by the way, I know we're gonna talk about our matchup. I don't know if it's next, but uh, I got I got to tell you guys, I've been listening to some of the uh, Nuggets podcasts out there, and I'm telling you what, man, the hate on Portland is for real. <laughs> there it. I'm just going to say like to our listeners out there if you guys don't listen to these Nuggets podcasts they think it's going to be a clean sweep. They don't they don't give <laughs> Portland a shot.
0: No. Um I Home was merch. actually listening to some as well and like I would love to just talk to like any of these Denver like podcasts because I just want to be able to just kind of get what they're thinking, get what they're feeling a little filtered cuz when it's unfiltered, man, and they're like putting on a show for their audience they oh, yeah. really think that they're gonna put the smackdown on portland like it's oh, yeah. not even gonna be a contest it's kind of funny because if you think about when we were talking about the western conference standings and where we could possibly land we were talking about that we wanted the nuggets like we absolutely wanted the nuggets and
1: They wanted us back, apparently. (laughs) So, they—I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Just the things that they were saying. It's like they think we're just gonna roll over and let them steamroll us. But here's the thing, man. Like they don't even have Jamal Murray. Yeah, yeah. they got they got Joker, but you know, we got Dame Lillard. He's a he's an assassin, man. That guy ends franchises. Come on.
0: It's true. I mean, I'm gonna talk about the the conference standings real quick, and then we could get into the nitty gritty about the matchup between Portland and and Denver. But number one, we have we have the Jazz. Number two, the Suns. Number three, we we're just talking about them, the Nuggets. Number four, the Clippers. And we kind of dodged a bullet there, just yeah. because they ended up dropping a game against OKC. They rested Kawhi, PG, Marcus Morris, etc. If they would have won that game. We would have been matched up against the Clippers, and th- that would have been a much harder first round for for Portland. Hey, um,
1: Nuggets, take note. Clippers don't even want to face us. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I man, I'm kind of disappointed about that, too,
0: because having the Clippers and the Lakers potentially in the same side of the bracket would have been oh, amazing. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's another conversation. Number five is the Mavericks. Number six is us, Rip City, the Blazers. Number seven is legitimately now the Lakers, who beat Golden State. What a game, by the way.
1: Probably like the eight. best game we're gonna see in this playoff, Ugh. like this playoff run this year. Lay that bum, was incredible.
0: lay bum. <laughs> My goodness! I Did mean... you see
2: the new crying Michael Jordan emoji that is gonna come out no, from LeBron when he went to the ground and started <laughs> fluttering his eyes? And people are hey. all about that. You know
1: what? You know what it reminded me of was uh, I don't know if you guys seen Bloodsport back in the day. It reminded oh, yeah. me of, of Jean Claude Van Damme when he, he gets the stuff thrown in his eyes. It's like, ah! <laughs> it's that, that, I think it's the glass, right? There's, yeah. There's like glass he, in his eyes. Bron, and it's like, Ron got Kumite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe that post game, man, where he's just like, I was seeing three rims out there, so I shot at the middle. Like, please. <laughs> please, are you serious? I know, for even, real. even CJ, <laughs> even CJ was yeah. like, good night, LOL, three rims. No, why, like, why is oh, it always oh, got to be do. scripted for the, this he guy? He tweeted man.
2: something like LeBron actor of the year or something like that, too, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: He said, you think you think LeBron's slick? We all know his resting for those free throws. <laughs> 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 it worked. It worked. You can't hate it because it worked. Yeah. Anyway, number eight. Number eight is up for grabs right now. It's going to be between the Warriors and the Grizzlies. All I have to say is that the Warriors better be careful, man. They just had a really emotional game. Looked like it took a lot out of them. And the Grizzlies, they look feisty, man. Super duper feisty. That's going to be a really fun play-in game to watch. But moving forward, we have a game... We have a series against the Nuggets. And it's like people have forgotten, man, that in 2018, this series went seven games and in a series that went one game had a quadruple overtime this is actually a really surprising matchup did i say 2018 you did 2019 (laughs) people forget that (laughs) in 2019 (laughs) anyway this matchup is super duper interesting and I just, I just want to get your guys' takes on things that you're looking for or things that you're looking forward to during this matchup. Ben, I'm going to start with you.
2: All right. Well, let's just start with the season series we had with Denver. We played three games with them. You know, they won 2-1. to one. Obviously, we, we won the last game. The first game, you know, they had a full uh, roster of players, with Jamal Murray and whatnot, and they only beat us by five points. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. and then we met again and then Denver beat us by one point. So, you know, two wins with a combined total points of six. You know, that those are some hard-fought battles, you know. And now with Jamal Murray are- out, you know, you got Austin Rivers coming in, who was signed on 2 10-day contracts and is now signed for the rest of the season to fill in that position of Jamal Murray. That, that's not filling in for Jamal Murray, man. You know, that's like getting, like, Urkel to play Terry Crews in, like, a movie or something. <laughs> you know? It just doesn't pan hey, ba- out.
1: Hey, Blazer Ben, did we have our full roster during those games? Those first two? Uh, yes. I believe
2: we did. Okay. I believe we did. Way to call me out, we'll though. We'll have to I look appreciate that
1: one up. that. Bookmark it. Yeah. Bookmark it. We'll have to look it up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> we'll have our statisticians look at that one up when we get back to it. Okay. Oh, yeah,
1: right. definitely. Thanks. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Aj, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, anyways, he's... you know, I, 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 I'm favored. I'm favorable on this on this playoff matchup. You know, I was just holding my breath that we weren't getting to get the Clippers. You know, I, I feel like the Clippers just would have had our number, like they have every single year. You know, Pat Beverly, mm-hmm. Kawhi, PG. You know, uh, PG might want to just relive what he relived. You know, last playoff series against us, OKC. Okay, see... Yeah. But, you know, looking at like NBA.com and ESPN, you know, and all the reporters and stuff like that, uh, NBA.com has like Denver and seven Blazers and seven Denver and six Blazers and six, you know, ESPN had pulled 18 of their reporters and it was split nine to nine of Blazers winning and the Denver winning. You know there are no other matchups in the western conference or eastern conference even close to that most of those they're just slating for a blowout in the first round so i feel that we're slated for a dogfight, whether it goes six seven games so be it you know we the better team will prevail in the end which will be us you know i feel like we have better matchups i feel like we're stronger in the long run we have better people to fall back onto if our first and second choices don't work You know, and and I feel like Denver's grasping at straws, you know, by bringing in, what's his face, Uh, Caponzo?
0: Compazzo. Caponzo. Yeah. Mr. 5'10",
2: 195 pounds, you know? (laughs) He's just like a little gnat. You just gotta just brush off you. you know, when he's up there. He's gonna get in foul trouble. He's, you know, Austin Rivers is gonna have to come in and pick up the the slack on that, you know? And and God forbid Jokic gets in foul trouble, because then who comes in? JaVale McGee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I feel like we have the better full roster and we'll get the better matchup. You know, we're playing good ball heading into this. You know, I have a high outlook. Yeah, sorry to, you know, get on
1: my soapbox and keep going on that one. But, you know, I'm... I'm no, that's cool. Power to the I, Blazers, I, man. I, I, I'm with you, Ben, man. I, I think I think the Blazers have a great shot at taking this series. Um, just for, for their depth alone, I think the Blazers are catching fire at the right time. Uh, just like we had hoped they would, Um Nurks starting to play so much better than what we were seeing just a month ago, and uh, you know I think if if the Blazers can, you're you're not gonna stop Joker, but if you can contain him a bit, if you confront him and deny him the ball, because really where where are the Nuggets most dangerous, it's when Jokic has the ball and is creating, right? Especially with Jamal Murray out, so you know, look, I don't think their guards can hang. I, they're just not, I think they're going to get eaten up by Dame and CJ. And I think the biggest, the biggest X factor for Denver is going to be Michael Porter jr. If that guy starts going off, which he has the potential to, you know, I think the, the Blazers biggest weakness is having length at the three there. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully Norm can, can keep him in check, but you know, I think that's the biggest the biggest what if in this series. If Michael Porter Jr. gets it going, I see this thing possibly going six, seven games. But you know, the the way the Blazers are playing, the depth that they have, especially at, at the the big's position down there, the, the guys they can throw at Joker, right. I think it's going I think it's going five games. And and honest like I honestly truly believe not just because I'm a homer, okay, maybe a little bit. I honestly believe the Blazers are taking this series. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to kind of throw a, a little
0: curveball at you guys. I'm I think I think we're kind of disrespecting the Nuggets a little bit just because I'm I'm going to put this out there. The last game that we lost, they they didn't have Jamal Murray and it was a one-point game. We had our full complement of starters for that not game. Not playing their best ball yet. Not playing their best ball, correct. But when things get really tight like that, are we gonna bet on Terry Stotts to make the proper adjustments for that no. time? No. And
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on Dame Lillard though.
0: I will put my money on Dame Lillard too. If a game is close, you know Dame time that's always a thing. But I mean Jokic in in the in the season series that he had against us, this is what he's averaged. 29 points, 5.7 rebounds, 4 assists. Like, those are really, really great stats. It's very, very sneaky the way that he plays against us. And Nurkic, I know that, like, he's, he's doing really well now. But Nurkic could only stay on the floor for so long. So we're going to have to have cancer guard that. I don't know... I don't know. I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous about the MVP facing the MVP in a seven-game series just because anything could happen in seven games. And sure. Facundo Campazzo, the man is 5'10". But if you watch how he plays defense, he's almost like, like you know, you go to the park. And there's just that one dude who just plays defense like a dog. He's all up in your face all the time, really super energetic. That's the type of defense that he plays. If he could get underneath Dame Lillard's
1: skin, I don't know, man. But the dude is also prone
2: to foul trouble. You
1: know, he can get two fouls in six seconds. That's what what you get with a defensive dog, though. Yeah. Look at Pat Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the refs let it fly,
0: you know, they let... They let the Nuggets get more physical because that's this is the game that they want, right? Because you think about the matchups. You think about Aaron Gordon versus Roko, okay? Aaron Gordon's going to take him to the block, shoot it from outside. That might be a little bit of a problem for Roko. And then Aaron Gordon, he can lay off Roko all he wants. I'm just going to say it now. He's going to let him shoot threes, right? And he could clog up the middle where Damian Lillard wants to drive. I mean... I think this is going to be a greater chess match than people think. I mean, 2019, if it goes 7 games, I am not surprised. If we have a a four overtime game, I am not surprised. <laughs> like this is going to be a great series because of those things. And then the X factor. Let's talk about the X factor. Will Barton. Will Barton has been sidelined since April 23rd. He is now practicing you talk you want to talk about someone to replace Jamal Murray's production. They still have Will Barton. They have Michael Porter Jr who's stepping up and Funkubo, sorry, I'm going to mess up his name. Facundo Campazo. I mean, you could kind of patch things together. So, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a really rough series. I'm going to still say Blazers in 6. That's where my heart is. Blazers in 6. But if it goes seven, I'm not surprised, man. And we don't have home court. Yeah. Well, you that's also got also you also got to remember
2: about. they've got old man Paul Millsap on there too, who can go off, uh, you know, at a, at a notice. You yeah. Know, once he sits, he gets going, he doesn't stop. But once he starts throwing up air balls and bricks, then you know that's what will continue on. But you know he's a hot mm-hmm. and cold player for sure. You know. But you also not can't af- you Millsap. can't forget about the X factor, the Oregon alum, bowl bowl.
1: Okay, (laughs) the guy who didn't even play. Hey, hey,
2: hey! He got a couple minutes in that last game.
1: Watch it now. Did you see that crossover and that fadeaway shot he had? This pod
0: is is a no bobble slander pod. (laughs) And that's no (laughs) bobble. I will say this. I will say this in the Blazers' defense. Okay, these two teams are coming from different places. I mean, the Nuggets, the Nuggets finished this season eleventh in defense and sixth in offense. But for the last 10 games, they finished 12th in defense, which is down from 11, and 15th in offense, which is down from 6. The Blazers are the other direction. They finished second in offense. The last 10 games, they are now first. They finished 29th in defense. The last 10 games, they are 15th. They're freaking 15th. Like, that is absolutely amazing to just snap back and say it is game time We're going to finish the season well, and we're going to go into these playoffs hot. So I think that's what the Blazers have going for them is that they are the
1: hot team right now. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, I don't have much else to add to that, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I think the Blazers are catching fire at the right time, and I think the Nuggets should be scared to meet this. Well, maybe not scared, but they should be concerned meeting a team like this, just playing this well leading into the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. you know, I, I I don't think you're wrong thinking it might turn out to be a dogfight. I just think that there is the potential for the Blazers to maybe drop one game on the road and then close it out. Yeah, what do you what do you got on the first game?
2: Sweet. What do you got a game on the the game on Saturday?
1: What do I got? Yeah,
2: who's gonna win that one? What are we saying?
1: First game, you know, it's Denver's gonna have home court advantage. So, um, if I was a betting man. I might actually put my money on the blazers on that one. I, I think, I think there's a chance Portland's going to sneak in there and squeak out a win. And then, uh, you know, punch Denver right in the mouth. But then it, I also think that that's going to be, you know, if, we, if they do that, that's going to be a wake-up call to Denver, too. And then we're going to see the next game, Jokic is going to come out and dominate us for, like, 40 points, 12 belt, twelve boards, and yeah. eight assists or yeah, something. That's, you know? that's where I'm something at. Stupid. I say
2: we split the series. You know, we come out, you know, we give them an uppercut, and then they come out the next game and give us a 1-2, you know. And we just bring it over here to Portland, and then we take, we take two here. And then take the next three. And then we just go from there. Yeah. I mean Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Blazers. (laughs) I I
1: legitimately think that's that's probably what's gonna happen. We're gonna split the series and then we're gonna win the next three. I I I think the Blazers have a very good opportunity to do that.
2: I I feel like the the loss that we have to the to the Nuggets in the game two will be a big loss, and that's what everyone's gonna talk about. They're gonna talk about the big loss the Blazers had in game two. It's is it the collapse sure. of Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum because he's probably going to be cold from three point Ooh, you yeah. know CJ's well, not going to be out there supporting
1: I'll tell you what Bucket Busters stay tuned because we will be a pod that talks about it <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. you know I, I think I think that first game I think we're
0: going to win it and the reason why I think we're going to win is because we're hot and we have such a great road record mm-hmm. like I think that's going to carry on onto this game and I think that our, our our players have a chip on their shoulder right now. I know that yeah. there's a lot of people picking the Nuggets and they hear it. You they know what else? Hear it.
1: You know what else I think is going to help the Blazers? What's up? Especially at home. I I don't know if it's for sure, but I saw something where they're going to possibly increase the number of fans uh available to come that. to the games for the playoffs and they're talking about having Non-vaccinated and vaccinated sections in in uh, I almost call it the rose garden in Moda, so to increase capacity. Man, if we yeah. have if we have like even 30% crowd, I, I there was a percentage right? It was a 50% or something. I can't remember what they said. I'm not said. sure. I'm not sure. I mean, it, even if we had 30%. It would be so much louder in there than ten yeah. percent. Oh yeah, and I I think you have to give Blazers the advantage there. You have to. Uh, yeah, they've been playing the entire
2: season without fans. Especially, yeah. I mean, I was talking to my season ticket holder friend. I asked him because tickets were supposed to go on sale today. I was like, hey man, did you get you know your tickets for the games coming up on what Thursday and Saturday? And he's like, oh no, the Blazers put out a notice today that they'll be going on sale early next week. You know, in hopes of capacity increasing. Obviously, mm. with restrictions being more lax and, and stuff, you know, you know, people, are, you know, can go in, into restaurants if you're vaccinated and you know without a mask and stuff like that. So, you know, they're hoping to get the capacity within the state of Oregon higher than the 10 that they're allowed right now. So they're not trying to sell any tickets at the moment. So, you know, fingers crossed. Right, right. You know, fingers crossed. You know that we get up to 20, even 30 percent capacity. You know, that's 6,000 fans in there. Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. that's huge. Absolutely. Another thing I was going to say about why I think the Blazers are going to win that first game is that I'm sure Melo has been waiting for a playoff game (laughs) in Denver. You know what I mean? He hasn't had one in a while, and I'm sure he wants to show those fans what's up. And what I know for a fact is that if Melo is scoring points, we're likely going to win that game. Mm -hmm. Like if he has like 20 points, we're probably going
1: to win that game. That's just something to look out for. I think if Melo can average 15 points a game in that series, we're going to be sitting pretty nice. We are going to be definitely sitting nice.
0: I'm going to move on to Blazer news. Terry Stotts just won Coach of the Month. He just won Who, Coach of the Month. Who'd have thunk it? This is the <laughs> most confusing award for Blazers fans because we're happy that he won, sort of, but we're not because... We thought this guy was gonna be exiting this season. Do you think Stotts has saved his job with the way that the Blazers has finished the season? I'm gonna start with Ben.
2: It didn't move my needle. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I can say I'm not ecstatic about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. ecstatic. Know?
2: I don't. Th- I, my my stance on Stotts hasn't changed. You know, I'm glad we're playing yeah. better ball. Uh, right. I see I see a little more advancement in the offensive side of things you know the little more ball movement versus the iso play with damon cj you know a little more ball rotation going around but you know Derek jones still riding the pine man i feel like he needs to be out there and simon needs to be benched that's still my take but you know i uh, my needle isn't moved i'm just leaving it at that
1: yeah tim what you think I still think his job's in jeopardy, barring a deep playoff run. I I, I don't see him sticking around. Um, it's just, you know, the Blazers should have been in a better spot um, to start, the, you know, to go into these playoffs. It's, it's unfortunate because the guy did a lot of great things here in Portland. You know, a lot of people can say that that's because he had Dame, but at the same time, I mean, the the guy is a good coach let's uh, yeah i'll say that he is a good coach i just don't know if he's the coach to get us to the next level um and and yeah i i think i think he's probably he's probably gone next season unless he goes deep in the playoffs yeah i'm i mean i'm gonna go with ben my
0: my it didn't move the needle <laughs> it didn't i mean i know i know norm powell has been wonderful i know nurk has been wonderful too coming back and i know the defense has gone up i mean like i said earlier i mean in 10 games we're we're 15th right is that what i said yeah you did say 15 so i mean that's great and all but i feel like just this team is stagnant and the upside for for where this team can go with Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum is a lot higher than that sixth seed. I'm sorry. And Stotts, congratulations. But, man, sorry. It didn't move the needle for any of us. For any of us. Sorry, Stotts, but congratulations. I'm going to move on. Congratulations.
1: I'm sorry. It may not be
0: enough. <laughs> I'm going to move on. End of the year awards. MVP. Who do you guys think
1: is the season MVP of the league? Tim, I'm going to start with you. It's it's going to Jokic. It, it, I mean, th- with the, the top three, they've got, what, Jokic, Embiid, and Curry now? Which, yeah. I'm sorry, man, but Curry, yeah, he had a, a good last couple of months, but you're telling me you would put Curry above Dame? I mean, here's the thing, though. like what? How do you even... Quantify who MVP is right? Like I like I like what what? uh, Big John LaCrofka said the first time we interviewed him and asked him about MVPs. It's like, how do you how do you? You know evaluate this like is it is it the person who means the best? You know the player that means the the most to their team or is it the guy who's the most talented or the guy? Who's you know putting up the best stats like how do you quantify this? I mean really and so, you know I don't know. I I just feel like Dame should have been probably ahead of Curry, ahead of CP3. I don't know where exactly he fell, but actually one thing that kind of irked me is that our own Portland media who have votes put Dame at fourth and put CP3 above him. You got to be kidding me. Come on, guys. Put Curry ahead of him, I understand you want to be, you know, as objective as possible, but bro, CP3... Come on. Anyway,
0: ben, I'm kicking it to you, my friend. Who do you think's winning?
1: You
2: know, Jokic did play all 72 games this year. You know, for a big man to play all 72 games, that's pretty that's pretty incredible. You know, but I don't know. I'm gonna I would go out on a limb and say Curry, man. I mean, were the Warriors even in the playoff pitcher before he came back? You know, he didn't start the season, right, bro? Qu- you know, correct me if I'm wrong.
0: No, he did not start the season. Yeah. yeah he did yeah. not start the season, but he finished out the rest of the games. Yeah, but then he came, came
2: on, he came on strong and he was just lights out. I mean I feel like he maybe had one, maybe two bad
1: games. So I feel would like you say he means, would you say he means more to Golden State than Dame does to Portland? Mm. This season? I feel like I feel this, like Dame has
2: is... Dame has more pieces to work with.
0: Did he? Yeah. This is what I'll say. We all watched that play in game against the Lakers. We all watched it, right? Yep. And we saw Curry get trapped over and over. Two, three defenders. And we've seen that happen to Dame Lillard too. This is what I'm saying. If we are in a basketball game against the Aliens, against the Monstars, okay? And you have Dame Lillard or Steph Curry with the ball. You need a three to get ahead so that, you know, the laser, the laser beam pointing at Earth doesn't... Explode us from the Monstars When Dame Lillard passes that ball, who do you want to catch that ball and shoot the three? Do you when want Dame it to be passes
2: it? Yeah, when Dame, Dame passes? or
0: Curry? I'm just saying, on their team. Oh. Do you want Wiggins pa- shooting that rock? <laughs> do you want Oubre shooting that rock? Do you want, or do you want C.J. Or do you yeah, want Melo? C- this is what I'm saying, no. though, is CJ like, wasn't who do you there. Want shooting it. CJ wasn't there. But what I'm saying is that that Steph Curry, okay, like Dame Lillard should have got more love last year.
1: I think we could all agree. He should have got more love this year. This year he has more help, man. We're he talking about more this help. year. He didn't. That's what I'm telling that's what. That's my point. He played half the season without Nurk and CJ. True. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you're... Your argument, I understand what you're saying and that would ring true for most other years besides this one. That's what I'm saying.
0: Got it. So what you're saying is that since Dame was out without CJ and without Nurk for most of the year, you feel like he's more deserving than Steph Curry. Yeah, absolutely. Would you say that their teams were about equal during that time? As far as what? As far as the the help that Steph Curry has now.
2: No, we had more more moving parts to help with the alleviate with our outages.
0: They are so much deeper. They are so I Blazers like, are know, so much deeper than the Warriors.
1: How? That's why. Was, that's was why. Was Draymond? Hold on. Was Draymond out for an extended period of time? Yeah, he was on and off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and Wiseman, off. Wiseman's right, out. That's fair. Wiseman's out. Wiseman. How many games did Wiseman play?
0: Yeah, I don't even think he finished half the season. I I don't okay. know if I'm correct on fair that. Enough. But, yeah. Fair enough. That's fair.
1: That's fair. And they're actually uh, better
0: without Wiseman. Which is Let me, is let, kind me of also,
1: let me also put it to you this way though, like is Damon in the plan? No, he's not.
2: No, but Golden State but, started in a hole, man. They started in a hole and they dug themselves out of that hole. You know, I'm not, and Portland not
0: didn't fall into a hole.
1: No, Portland we were always was in the picture. Always in the picture. They were playoff projected. Pitchers. Yes. They were projected for a to great make the reason
0: because they have a ton of support. I think, I think it's, I, I get the argument though. This is the thing. This, this is why this conversation is so, it's so fun. And I think there should be new rules on Twitter, which is you don't talk <laughs> about religion. You don't talk about politics and you don't talk about the Steph Curry and Dame debate because it's never going to end well. It's absolutely not going to end well. well let's just get, let's just
2: get Steph and Dame on here to settle it for us. You know, we'll get them on the <laughs> next, True. next absolutely. Busted Bucket podcast.
0: I'm gonna finish this with just with just this. Steph Curry and Dame Lillard are definitely the one-two punch of this generation of, of, of point guard basketball. They've they have definitely pioneered the way for the future. Even Jokic. Jokic said that today. He said that Dame Lillard changed the game. You know how many people said that about Steph Curry? Steph Curry did the same thing. He changed the game. He he made it regular for. For Dame Lillard to step out and shoot that three, but Dame Lillard takes it more often. That's just truth, right? He takes it more often. Yeah. Both great players, both very mm-hmm. deserving for the accolades that they get voted for. And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you guys. It's it's gotta be Nikola Jokic, right, for MVP this year. 72 games is uh, a big I man. Went, I went with Curry. Oh, you went with Curry, my with bad. Curry. You yeah. went with Curry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just want to clarify that. I'm not
2: on the Jokic bandwagon. Sorry.
0: I am going to split the decision here. I'm going to I'm gonna go with Nikola. No, 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 Nikola Jokic. It's it's two to one. It's (laughs) two to one. Oh, two to one, two to one. I'm gonna go Nikola Jokic. I mean, it's to me, it just has to be. It just has to be. His, he was there for 72 games, and his production is amazing. I mean, the man almost is averaging as a big man a triple double.
2: Can we give an honorable mention to Donovan Mitchell though? Yes, I feel like before his injury he was riding high and the Jazz were just untouchable you know obviously they finished the season untouchable still but I think you know he set them up for success (coughs) Uh, and and unfortunate injury happened to him uh, but he should be back for the playoffs Uh, but I just Donovan Mitchell and Chris Paul they're my honorable mentions man
0: yeah absolutely absolutely I mean Chris Paul what a freaking amazing like, absolutely amazing. I mean, he, he brought the Suns, basically, to the two seeds. Anyway.
1: Yeah, he was a good piece for that team. I'm not even going to get into it. He was a good piece for that team. <laughs> I don't think it's MVP Bro, worth they on.
2: won 34 games last year. They won 51 yeah.
1: this year. Yeah, it's a good it's a good piece. Yeah. You're right. Man. Back, back in, back when, I was just talking about this with uh, a buddy of ours. Um, and he... He reminded me back when what is it, 88, 89? Uh, Blazers won like 30-something games or something, and then we traded for Buck Williams. Buck Williams gets here, <laughs> we hit the playoffs, we we win 40-something games and we win 50-something games. We're playing the Bulls in the in the finals. Yeah. He wasn't even close to MVP talk. Yeah. That's that's my argument there for Chris Paul. He's he's the right piece for them but I don't think he's MVP. I mean, weirdly. two
2: years ago, the Suns won 19 games. That's sure, but the Suns nine. were
1: also the hottest team in the bubble last year. I mean, they still
2: finished 34 and
1: 39. Yeah. Sure, but, but you could see it coming. You could see it on... The writing was on the wall. They were going to be there. They were going to be in the dance, man.
2: Well, they had Devin Booker driving the I'm car. Saying. You know, they just needed a sidekick, Chris <laughs> Paul, to pop in that passenger seat. Yeah. You know, and then it just sped off, you know, in the Indy 500.
0: All I know is... That is the oddest analogy, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> all, all I know is that when the Blazers play the Suns, man, CP3 just looks like he could do whatever he wants out there. He just controls the pace, even though, like, he's not going to go out there and score 30 points. His effect on the floor yeah. is not tangible, man. It's not he's, tangible he's, in
1: stats. He's a blazer killer for sure. And this um. is
0: why the MVP talk is interesting, right? Because his his contributions aren't, even though they're not tangible, they're MVP worthy. I would say because without him, they would they would they wouldn't even make the playoffs. I mean, they would just have Devin Booker again. You know, arguable, Do- right? Arguable. We'll just we'll agree to disagree here. Agree to disagree. But to I don't
1: disagree. think we touched on it on the last episode. But But you're wrong. What's what, I'm <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> what's hey hey? If we're gonna talk about Chris Paul, what's the over under on his his injury? Wait, how many games? Oh God, man! How many more games? I'm I'm two, gonna I'm three? gonna say in round two. No, he's not getting out of round one. Oh yeah, he's. No. I, I think he's it's gonna he's be, he's be not getting two. out of this first round. You think
2: the, <laughs> you think Phoenix is gonna beat the Lakers, man? No way.
1: No, well, maybe. No way. I mean, I think they've got a shot. Who's Phoenix got? But it's going to
2: guard AD, man.
1: DeAndre Ayton. Oh, I, I guess
2: I could change my answer. Center.
0: I'll just say that he'll be healthy for the whole playoffs. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all, wow. four, all four games. <laughs> just joking. I'm joking. That's going to be a really fun playoff series. Really fun playoff series. Um, Anyway, moving on. We're going to go to rookie of the year. Everyone thinks it's LaMelo Ball, right? Maybe. Ben, what do you think? False. False. I'm going with Anthony Edwards of the T-Wolves. You know, for
2: a rookie to play all 72 games in a, you know, uh, season that was uh, every other day, you know, with no preseason, no, you know, here, welcome to the league, here's how things go. You know, he played 72 games. Yeah, he plays for the T-Wolves, and the T-Wolves didn't do too great but that's that's what a number one pick does. You know, they go to the worst team and a not a number one pick's not going to turn a team around, you know, 15 20 wins and next thing you know, get him in the playoffs. They need a couple more building blocks around them. And Anthony Edwards is just explosive, man. If you watch some of the dunks and stuff that he does, he's just he's a lighter version of a Zion, you know. He's yeah. at 19.3 19.3 points per game, 4.7 rebounds and a 1.1 steals per game. You know, yeah, he
1: can shoot, right? Can He can shoot.
2: He's got an all-around game, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched too many D-Wolves games.
1: You know, I'm just saying Zion can't shoot.
2: LaMelo <laughs> Ball, but how many years in professional ball did he have overseas before he got into the NBA? He was conditioned. Anthony Edwards was not conditioned. You know, he was playing against people well above his age, LaMelo Ball was. So he knew what he was getting into coming in. And, you know, other finalists. I mean, still... I- you know Tyrese he's Halliburton. He's a rookie. Like aren't so. are you know. they?
1: Aren't they? Aren't they still around the same age, Ben?
2: Yeah, they are. Lamelo just bypassed uh, uh, all of all of college. He signed a pro contract oh, overseas, so avo- yeah, avoided right. him for college. Mm-hmm. So yeah. For I
0: clarification, mean, um, Anthony Edwards is a forty-one, thirty-two, seventy-seven for his um, shooting percentages. So he's he's a shooter. He can shoot. Yeah. Uh, Tim. <laughs> Yeah, are you uh, uh, are you on the Anthony Edwards train or are you on the the Lamelo
1: train? You know, Edwards is nice. He is nice. Um, the fact that he played all seventy two games, I think I think Ben's got a really good point there. Uh, to be honest with you, man, I haven't really thought twice about who Rookie of the Year is going to be because it didn't really matter to me. Uh, but uh, you know, the How thing about you. Lamelo, the thing the thing what well, It's two teams I never watch even when they're good <laughs> so LaMelo the thing about that guy is when he's out on the on the floor he looks like a guy like a Westbrook almost like a, a guy that could get you triple doubles every night like he doesn't look as athletic as Westbrook but he, he's smart right He he's smart he can shoot um, as far as this year goes though I mean he played 51 games I think for that reason alone, and the fact that in those fifty-one games, uh, he averaged fewer points um, than than Edwards, I say you gotta give it to Edwards. I, at first, at first I, I wasn't going with it, but I after listening to Blaze Ben, I think so. Man, I'm gonna go with Lamella Ball, just off
0: of look and feel, Boo. man, yeah. because. He's got I the mean, smoother game. I'll give him oh, that. Oh
2: wait, bro! There goes the bandwagon. You jumping on? There
0: it goes <laughs> <laughs> the mellow, man. I mean, just watching him play and watching him get to the play-in, That crummy team, man. That crummy Hornets team. And he, man, that's his, true. his, his a a good reason why they're in the play in and I know that Anthony Edwards is also on a crummy team. I mean they were 1-2 picks, right? So that makes sense. I just think that LaMelo Ball I guess I'm just going off a of projection. He looks like the person that's going to have more staying power just because his game is so smooth. He sees the the game. So, he processes it way faster than a normal rookie. And I know that so should we just do MVP off of potential then? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. But I think LaMelo Ball's impact on his team was a lot higher than Anthony Edwards. That's just off of look and feel. I don't have any hard stats to back that up. Maybe the advanced analytics would back that up. But just off of the the pure stats here, it doesn't seem like they're too far off from each other. Maybe LaMelo Ball averages more assists than Anthony Edwards. Um, cuz it looks like let's see assist 2.9 for Anthony I mean, but Edwards
1: Ed, but Edwards isn't he's not a, an initiator though whereas right. LaMelo's got the ball in his hands every every play so
0: yeah yeah that makes sense i guess we'll see what happens with rookie of the year and now we're going to follow through with six man of the year we have Derrick Rose former Crazy. mvp winner Derrick Rose is up for six man of the year Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles man this is weird. This is weird, right? Ben, what do you think? Nah, I'm not. I,
2: I'm if I gotta pick one of those three finals, I'm going Derek Rose. I can't stand Absolutely. Jordan Clarkson, can't stand Joe Ingles. You know, but I feel like Why
1: was Joe Ingles even on there, or, man? Or, I mean I'm sorry, Ben.
2: Mellow, no love. No love for Mellow?
0: I guess not, man. No no love for Mellow. That's shocking to me, Tim.
1: What you think? Yeah, man, I feel like Mellow should be there, especially over Joe Ingalls. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Rose is probably going to get it. I mean, Clarkson's been Clarkson's yeah. had a nice season though. But I if I had to put in my vote, it's got to be for D Rose.
0: Yeah, my vote's on D Rose too. I just think that Knicks team needs some sort of award cuz I know they're not going to do much in the East. They're just going to make things very interesting. Um
2: They're going to get most improved player with Julius Randle though.
0: Absolutely. He should actually get more MVP love in my opinion. But Of course he won't, he will not. But anyways, we're moving on. We're gonna move on to, of course, giving props. I'm gonna start with our definition and that is giving applause, giving kudos to a certain person, story, or situation. Ben, Tim, I wanna know, do you give this props? J. Cole just had his first professional basketball game of his career. His stat line was three points, three rebounds, and two assists.
1: Dang, putting it down.
0: Putting it down. <laughs> R J gonna be running the video in the background. Tim,
1: I'm gonna start with you. Do you give J Cole props? Heck yeah, man. I wanna go. I wanna go play in this league. Was this the Was this the um the Africa League? Yeah. Yes. Heck yeah, man. I'm about to go get in shape and go go try out. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna take like. Yeah, my- that's dope, man. I know it's going to take, like, five years. <laughs> you finished it for me, man. I was going to say, like, two days, but... Uh, yeah, two days. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, man, I got to give him props for that. That's that's dope. I think that's really cool, man. Ben, what'd you think?
2: Uh, i give anyone props that, you know, follows through on their dream and becomes a professional basketball player, regardless of what league and continent they're playing on. You know, I remember, I think Jake Cole played in some of the celebrity all-star games here. Yeah. Uh, uh, on Not all-star weekends, you know, and he was usually playing hard, hard-nosed. You know, ball to the, you know, ball to the grinder. Is yeah. that a, wait? Is that a saying? I don't think that's a saying. <laughs> I don't, I,
1: where are you coming? It is these, now. Man? It is now. I mean, just balls whatever. Ball to the grinder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you whatever know, on a shirt.
2: Exactly. Whatever we
0: reference on a shirt.
2: Look for
1: it soon.
2: Ball to the grinder.
0: But moving on. <laughs> I'm gonna give Jay Cole some props too. I mean, I know it's just three points, three rebounds, and two assists, but man, you win a league. If you win a league, you win a league. And plus, I mean, before that, you put off, you put out an album called The Offseason, which was just completely fire. I mean, who has time to do both? And this man is doing both, so that's Damn, absolutely Lillard. amazing.
1: <laughs> True. Hey, we got we got burned by a question on our last pod. <laughs> The answer is Dame Lillard. It's true. (laughs) I'm not getting burned again. You hear that, John? (laughs) For our next story, we have Marv
0: Albert. He's calling it it quits, man. He has been calling games for 55 years. He has officially announced that he is retiring from the NBA. Ben, I want to know, do you give Marv Albert props?
2: Man, Marv Albert is one of those voices you can recognize on anything that you hear it on. You know... Saturday mornings with the, or Sunday mornings, whenever he'd call those games on NBC, you know, those nationally televised games. I know Marv Albert had a, a shady couple years uh, of his life um, recently with some extracurricular activities outside of the basketball world, you know, but, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we look past that stuff uh, and we look at his accolades that he has in his 55 years in the NBA. And like I said, Absolutely. you know, you just – long to have someone on your team calling your games with that iconic voice that you know you just want to listen to day in and day out so you know props to marv for his 55 years and and whatever is in his future
1: yeah absolutely tim what you think yeah man it's it's an end of an era it's gonna be weird not hearing marv's marv's voice um isn't he the guy that does 2k still is he is he still gonna do 2k Oh, I'm sure you know, he's going to get residuals sure.
2: from that, for sure. You know, he's still got to make some money yeah, somewhere.
1: I'm just saying, you're talking about end of an era. He's not yeah. going to be calling games. If he stops calling NBA 2K, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, his his
0: voice has definitely been the soundtrack to, to NBA games. You know, I mean, I just imagine... I just think about being a kid and hearing like, and you hear Albert's voice, man. And it just, it matches so well, man. It literally hears like, it plays like a song in your brain. And to have him retire after calling games for 55 years, I mean, congratulations to him. That's quite an accomplishment, but the game is definitely going to miss him. The audience is going to miss him. So congratulations, Marv we all give you props here at the busted bucket and for our last story there's a there's a man mr. sap he put out a tweet that said dame how is your hamstring i need you guys to win 42 games this year or i will lose my house huge fan even if i'm in a mansion or if i'm homeless ben you give this man props for putting his house on the line
2: i I mean i read this stuff earlier in the season and i was wondering if this was true or if this is just a fabricated statement you know uh and to even get a reply from dame on something so elaborate as that Say less
0: Yeah. yeah he said say less
2: i mean even that that's a reply in itself it could have been dot 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 you know yeah uh the ellipses yeah well thanks thanks <laughs> check out the big <laughs> brain on tim <laughs> put the ball to the grinder tim <laughs> i don't know yeah i i'm, I'm out on this one I, I i don't know i i'm neither neither way tim
1: now i'm gonna i'm gonna say no man no props man you got to keep it 100 even if even, i mean he can't troll these guys, man. That's oh yeah, he was lying. He was straight up lying. I mean, I mean, he made headlines. Yeah, I, sorry, you didn't get to that point yet, did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was all a sham. He put, he bet what a few hundred dollars? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like that 200? guy must be living in a yeah. shanty on the side of the road down <laughs> by the river.
0: That's his mansion, <laughs> I man. Were, I know, right? I, yeah, I, think I mean, people I, were hey, like putting right, like photos of like of like uh, those play those playhouse houses that like kids play in they're like is this her house bro <laughs> like 200 bucks come on now you know oh, i'm not gonna funny. give him props either i mean if you're gonna make a statement like that man i mean actually
1: you know what i do give props for though you know what i do yeah. get props to is dane winning those 42 games right yeah he did it for him Rip City, you can always count on Dame.
2: <laughs> your MVP? Everyone, go
1: put your house up. Go go put your house up on the line. Dame will make sure he comes through. Mr. Sap just needs to put out a follow-up
0: tweet that says, Dame, I need you to win a championship this year. Yeah, for real. <laughs> or I will lose my house because Dame Dalla will deliver. That is it for our show. Ben, I want to thank you for being on the show, my friend
2: thank you for having me always a pleasure
0: good to have you brother rj thank you for video (laughs) wait he's not here (laughs) our last thank you goes to of course our fans you're always giving us ideas always replying to us on twitter when games are on you just make our jobs
1: just so easy and tim what you got to say well that's it for this episode don't forget to rate follow and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying Remember to stay safe out there, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.